0: The machine is ever-turning, ever-hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try, or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more on the Mention the Machine. Welcome back to the Mention the Machine podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the last podcast of 2022. This will be episode twenty six. We've come
1: a long way.
0: Woo! We went well, long way from when, from the start of the podcast or through this year. Both. Both, yeah, yeah.
1: We started June of twenty twenty one.
0: Hmm, COVID. COVID made us start a podcast.
1: Yes, yes, it did. So,
0: but yeah, this year, year's almost over. We did a little bit talking about it last time, but now we're talking about the future. Yes. Joel and I had uh, just recently been discussing our our new challenge for January. We're apparently doing squats. So, Joel came up with an evil spreadsheet because all great challenges need an evil spreadsheet. I wouldn't say it's
1: evil. I mean, there's not any any complicated spreadsheet uh, equations in here. They're all simple. Hmm. I didn't use a single function in my spreadsheet, so it can't be evil.
0: (laughs) False. It's a spreadsheet. It's automatically (laughs) evil.
1: So the goal is to lift, is to squat twenty percent more by the end of the month, either a max weight or b max weight for a rep. Yep.
0: So I am going to be going up from uh, my last my last squat that I did for as much as I could without hurting myself was a two oh five, and so by the end of the month I need to be at two hundred forty six. So we're just going to round that to two forty five because I don't have. Any one pound plates laying around, or I guess I'd need half pound plates. Maybe I'll get some chains. Uh, and Joel is starting at 150 and he's going up to 180. Or you can do your total weight,
1: which Eugene's would be 18,450 pounds. That's just one rep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> or I would have to do 13,500. I'm going to try and go overkill and do both.
0: Yeah, I think that's the goal for me, too. Because I think if I'm adding weight, then the, the amount needed to be lifted to get to the final number, if I'm correct, is less. I need less reps to hit the final number if I'm at a higher weight. Yes. Unless it's a sliding scale, which I don't think we're no, playing we're sliding not, scale. we're not doing sliding scale.
1: <laughs> I got two numbers for you. you got to reach one of them. If you reach twice, <laughs> you get a coin.
0: See this podcast. This challenge should have been something we embraced when we uh, were listening to the Goggins book before no. we finished the Goggins book. Because next
1: thing you know, we'd be trying to live houses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't live here, son. <laughs> they don't live here.
1: <laughs> you sent me a summary that I was trying to get through, yeah. And I kind of got halfway through, like I can't do this right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, somebody on Reddit they put together In the, the David Goggins subreddit they put together A 16 page summary of his new book With all like the uh, the tactics and tips in there mm-hmm. I, I haven't read it yet either But I figured it was a good thing to share I got through half It's I a sh- Google Doc so you can save it forever
1: mm-hmm. I, tonight This will be Friday I'm going to make some more charts Like we do for Discipline and Freedom mm-hmm. I'm going to do one for my weightlifting. I'm going to do one for my meds I'm going to do one for we're going to have to take care of my fucking beard. <laughs> I now have a skincare routine d- between the crap in my face and the stupid beard.
0: Joe got divorced and he became a metrosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Do they even use that term anymore? I don't think so. I don't either. I haven't heard that in a while.
1: But it went from, I had, I had this eczema or whatever on my face. I got to go see a dermatologist to see if I can actually get rid of the stuff.
0: Just use so. a laser. An angle grinder. I don't
1: think that's how that works. Oh. And I'm like, oh, let's see if I can take of this beard and actually get it to grow. <laughs> so I bought a beard <laughs> kid. Well, I didn't. Look, I just should have known I was in trouble and said, "Oh, let this sit for five minutes." What do you mean, sit for five minutes? <laughs> I
0: like, gotta sit still for five minutes with stuff on my face? Oh no, no, no.
1: And then the conditioner and all this other crap.
0: See, now before you go to your New Year's party, you gotta go get it lined up. You gotta go to a barber and have them shape it up for you. No, we're not doing that. I'm my own barber. No one would recognize me. <laughs>
1: That sounds like money to spend. You know, the last time I bought a haircut, two thousand through. <laughs> My dad used to make me go to the barber, like when I got to college. So I'd come home and go to the barber on Saturday morning. Had to go super early. Had to be first for some stupid reason.
0: But anyway, sharpest clippers.
1: I'd come. Uh, he took me for a couple first couple of things, and then after he'd have me go, drive by myself. I come on, that's a horrible haircut. That's a horrible I'm like, why am I paying for money for a haircut? I'll just do it myself. <laughs> I just started buzzing my head.
0: Yeah, Apparently, that's the way to have done things. I, I hate getting my haircut. I don't know why. It's just, never liked it. Ever since my, like, I can remember my first haircut as a kid, and I always hated it. First time they sat me in that barber chair.
1: Oh, you had a barber chair? My mm-hmm. dad cut my hair. I remember the one time I watched him cutting my hair, and then, so the Clippers had that little spacer on it. hmm I watched him clip, and then the, the, the spacer fell off. He wasn't paying attention. He shaved my head. So, oh, <laughs> shaving it all down now. And then he always had to make sure he did it a certain way. I'm like, just shave it all the same length. Like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Apparently, that's a faux pas.
0: Yeah, I think Jocko does it. Though. He said he does like a, a two on the sides and a three on the top or something. So, yeah, his I top's just to, slightly longer. Like.
1: I try to do that, but then like, I never get it even. So, like... I've been trying to keep the beard like so with some sideburn, so I always go from the back of the ear forward mm-hmm. to try and get the same angle. <laughs> so if I start the other way, I keep shaving down the sideburns. It's like this is not good.
0: Yeah, my uh, I I just hate how expensive haircuts have gotten. Like, what they, are they now? God, it depends on where you go. I mean, the place I go, it's at least thirty bucks. <laughs> and then like some I of these paying, other,
1: I was paying twelve in two thousand four.
0: Some of these other places, like I mean, if you go to like Supercuts or something, you're probably gonna pay that much. But some of these other places, they're like the hipster ones, like. But they give you a beer, sometimes. But it's like hey, I can buy a beer for cheaper than fucking sixty dollars for a haircut. You know, you like, came for
1: seventy dollars. What? A nice pair of clippers. Yeah, <laughs> I got a
0: nice pair of clippers. I got a nice beard beard trimmer in there. And
1: if you if you do the math, I'm paying like not even a cent a haircut by now. <laughs> I'm <telling> that
0: thing. <laughs> if i if i weren't convinced that underneath my hair what little bit i have left i weren't all lumpy like uh sloth from goonies or whatever his name was just do it all i would find out
1: my buddy jonesy before Cope is like i can't shave my head down I look like an irregular milk dud <laughs> then kill have him I'm like, okay i gotta shave my head what do i gotta do i'm like go to walmart buy these clippers so what do i do I'm like just set a level just cut <laughs> just go <laughs> But I got the uh, head shaver now, which is amazing. The little hand palm thing. No, mine uh, actually is a different one because I, I broke it. The one head keeps coming off, so mm. I'm to keep adjusting it. But it's so nice because like, I cut my hair down a certain length and I do the, the hand thing. It's like, it's all the same length because there's no hair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't just get up every morning and dry shave it like a psycho? Nope. <laughs> Well, I still think that's the most disturbing moment in the first Predator movie is when the what's his name was sitting there dry shaving <laughs> like in the middle of the jungle, just dragging that old that big razor across his face. Mm-hmm. Even though it was he was sweating, so I guess it wasn't dry. But yeah,
1: yeah. That my first one, one of my first haircuts I did myself. I went and cut grass and didn't realize I had sweat in my hair, so I went to cut my hair and it just clumped, and I'm like, oops. Well, <laughs> it's all coming off now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've shaved my head in the past, but it's never been, like, completely bald. And that was, like, 20 years ago when I did that.
1: Well, the beauty thing, beautiful thing is I shave my head bald. Like, no one even notices because it's, like, I keep my hair so short anyway. Like. Yeah,
0: I think, but I think the bald-headed thing is different for black guys than white guys. Like, black guys look normal with bald heads, whereas white guys, they're just, like, extra shiny and, like, I don't know, it ages white guys for some reason. Hmm very weird well
1: i'll, I'll take my genetics and i will run with it mm-hmm. there you with go extra, with an extra tendon i have take your
0: life. take your nice stereotype and go i will <laughs> so fab worries a swimming challenge joel <laughs> i fail <feel. laughs> me too <laughs> when goggins talks about being negatively buoyant i'm like wait that's exactly how i am i can't fucking swim like i sink <laughs> The only time I can float is the float
1: tank, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a thousand pounds of float. Thousand yeah, thousand that's all man. the salt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: but yeah, I'm gonna set my I'm gonna set my charts. Up like I did in August. I'm gonna try and drink half a gallon of water a day because mm-hmm. a gallon was just too much. Mm-hmm. Even though they said it's normal, I'm sorry. Too much time in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> Maybe you don't leave your house,
1: <laughs> but I still I'm doing something important. Like I gotta schedule my bathroom breaks. Or what I'm doing if I'm gaming. Like I don't want to get.
0: Hold on, guys. I gotta go pee.
1: Uh, I ain't going Texas catheter either. Uh,
0: <laughs> you go Texas catheter, you're gaming. That's downhill from there. Yeah, see, I, I, I guess I got some kind of super bladder because I drink a lot of water. Oh, don't and get And I wrong. never pee. I can do it if I choose to. Yeah. But like, it ends up being an hour and a half later. I'm like, why did you just go 20 minutes ago? When <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> start having the vinegar dick, you got a problem. <laughs> Yeah, like, shit's burning. <laughs> <laughs> I held my peak so long, I got the VD. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to attempt.
1: I'm going to put meditation onto that chart as well, because that's the thing I'm really bad at is learning to
0: meditate. Yeah, you need to sit still a little bit sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean I've got a lot of stuff that's still old habits that are new habits that I'm trying to just. Kickstart off again. Um, I just need a routine again, like a stable routine. Yeah, that's kind of like I'm trying to do this all the time, where I try to stack all the stuff I'm doing so it it layers nicely, and I just haven't found the perfect stack for it yet.
1: Synergy bonus. Don't lie. (laughs) That'd
0: be cool, but still, it's like you know, getting the uh, like the like the squat thing goes in well with like my goal for the first quarter which is just losing 15 pounds it's like all right by lifting that much weight i'm probably going to lose some weight or i'm going to gain muscle and that'll be okay too so it's like
1: i'm also, I'm also going to wait i'm also going to measure myself the first of january so i actually have some metrics for the weight
0: yeah i'm well i'm going to measure myself and it's going to be a a weekly thing every friday i'm going to measure myself and i guess I'm that'll gonna, determine what kind of train wreck i'm going into the weekend as. well i guess i'm doing that too. Then. <laughs> It's funny we're talking about the squat challenge. I'm like,
1: thirteen. You don't squat once a week. I'm like, you are. I'm doing three because of the strong.
0: Yeah, you're doing strong lifts. So I I have leg day, and that's the only day I squat. I I have a, and I was doing a push pull and leg split. So it was like, like Mondays was like pushing. Mondays was the push day, which was like mostly bench press, incline bench press, bench press, dumbbell bench press, and then Wednesdays was like a deadlifts. I mean, bent over rows, pull-ups, and then uh, there was like a, some. There was like calf or core in one of those days. Each of those days, I guess. And then Friday was leg day, which was like squats, and then it was like uh, walking lunges and the stuff that we hate.
1: Yeah. So I noticed that the deadlift is like one, mm-hmm. one
0: deadlift, one set at, at as high as you can get. No, it was. I think I'm oh, gonna check my. No, it's one it. times five. You just do one set.
1: That's what I meant. It was a one set of five. I'm like, That's kind of low.
0: But he's saying, like, after you do, like, that's all you need after you do the squats. How many squats a week? Like, I don't know. But, like, strong lifts is like a, it's a starter program for a reason. Like, it'll get you get you up there in the numbers pretty quickly. It's a great program, but then you'll probably get bored and want to switch to something else.
1: Yeah, I um, we were talking offline. I got this, I don't know how to pronounce it. J E F I T for uh, app because I noticed when we were sharing stuff on strong the week before last, the you get folders. Mm-hmm. I'm on I, I I'm on Android. It's like, nope, you don't get any updates. That's weird. So I started digging through the strong Reddit, and people just bitching and moaning that there's no updates for like the last year and a half. <laughs> and it's like, I guess there's some bugs that some people are dealing with, and other people are like, well, why don't we have this feature? I'm like, you know what, maybe I should get something else and see what's going on out there.
0: App, I'll tell you what, like, the app was, like, some of the, like, I didn't learn until, I think, eleven well, have been using the app for, like, three years, and I didn't learn until, like, last year that you could click on the exercise and it showed, like, an animated GIF of what the exercise was. Mm. And before that, all I was looking for was something that kept track of, like, my sets, my weight, and, like, my rest. Like, mm. the rest timer was the big one, because I got sick of going over and writing it down yeah. in my notebook and then hitting the time, stopwatch on my watch, because mm. then I'd get fucking... Distracted or something. Yeah, uh,
1: I um, I noticed that this this app I just found it feels like the weightlifting version of, of Strava because like it's got, a, it's got a little social media thing into it where you can make <laughs>
0: friends and whatever. Joel's going gonna to join a weightlifting challenge group. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of scared because I think if they got badges, <laughs> I might be done for. <laughs> the gamification is deadly for our generation. Yeah, it is.
1: Especially like when I was, I was last year when I was riding. It's like, oh, 400 miles in a month? I can do that on my head. Let's <laughs> try get 800. Yeah. Nope.
0: not nope. close, but... Hmm. It's because you didn't incorporate me in it. We could have done it.
1: Yeah, but at that point, I was trying to figure out what the happy medium was. Because I was going out two or three times a day. I'm like, this might be a little overkill.
0: That was before you were divorced. <laughs> Joel needed a night ride. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy on TikTok the other day He goes You
1: know I never understood My dad's like I gotta go out and get batteries When I mean, you gotta get batteries? <laughs> then I realized It's a car ride That's what he wants Just get out of the house
0: And <laughs> yeah, the, 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 In the middle of the night Your dad just says, up like, I gotta go get some gas In the car <laughs> He just wants to get away From the fucking family For a minute <laughs> You're lucky he came back <laughs> <laughs> uh, because if you haven't ever been there, you haven't really been in a relationship where you're just like, I just want to fucking, I can be a different Eugene in a different state. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any of this shit. <laughs> I have been there. <laughs> After all the stoicism and meditation and stuff, I can completely divorce myself from my possessions.
1: <laughs> let me the one guy, Nick.
0: Always, it always comes back to you. It wasn't very stoic of me to do <laughs> but I did it anyway at that moment this morning for whatever fucking reason it was like before, before I even got out of bed and Mar and I got in an argument it's like I'm like what the hell was I so mad about <laughs> It's like yeah. it was nothing absolutely nothing it's funny
1: I've noticed a lot lately I have a friend that guy I was talking about in Brazil I think I forgot to make this this redaction it wasn't five years it was five months to buy a bike hmm <laughs> In the podcast, he loved it. He's like, Oh, he mentioned me. This is awesome. But anyway, <laughs> his grandmother died um, a couple weeks ago. I'm mm, to hear that. Yeah, he's been going through some stuff. And I was like, Oh, you've been doing any exercise. I just don't feel like getting out of bed. I'm like, Dude, you got to get out of bed and do something. That's how you get the ball rolling. Yeah. And like, between him and my other co worker, her grandmother died right around Thanksgiving. Mm. And it's like, I've been getting all these pep talks. I'm like, Well, you got to go do something. You can't just be all all talk. Like, I've been trying to help my friends yeah. that have been having rough you times. Didn't. It's like, Where's this coming from? Why am I trying to be so helpful? Because you're
0: giving back, Joe.
1: And it's like, well, I got go to go do something to make sure that I'm not just slacking.
0: All input eventually becomes output. That was what a uh, a designer friend of mine once said, because he was doing... Uh, this was, you know, like in 20 years ago, and he was designing an interface for a website, and it looked... There were, there were, like, these nice little hexagon things with the graphics to it that he did, and somebody asked him, like, where it came from, and he said, I was watching Blade Runner the other day, and, like, <laughs> I saw this, this thing. I thought it'd be cool to incorporate some of that. He said, all oh, input eventually becomes output, and I'm like, that stuck with me.
1: That is true, because I, I, call, I, I like to say I am living Slumdog Millionaire all the time. Like, a previous situation has either saved my ass or has made me look like a hero. Like at a project, couple, a couple, about a year ago, this guy was like, "Oh, we should do it this way." "Oh, we can't do it that." "Well, why can't we?" "Well, three years ago, I did this project. We tried doing it this way, and that failed. So we did it this way, and it saved the saved the project."
0: "Oh, okay." "Yeah, I was listening to Jocko's podcast yesterday, actually, and he was t- doing a a book from a guy that uh, I think he served with Patton, and he was talking to like the graduating class at West Point, and he said uh." The best results come from great judgment. Great judgment comes from good experience. Good experience comes from bad judgment. Because <laughs> yeah, you gotta fuck up a lot to fucking learn what works and what doesn't, and that's.
1: Well, like, what's that the the Batman quote? Why do we fall down? Why mm-hmm. do we get back up?
0: Yeah, so we can learn to pick ourselves back up. Yeah, I mean, I evidence. Mean, it's that, I mean, like, I think that's why I've been dealing with uh, the Alan, well, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but I, there's an Alan Watts quote that's been ringing in my head a lot lately, it's been, uh, you have to treat everything as play, because that's all it is at the end of the day, everything is play, and so if you're not enjoying the things you're doing, it's because you're taking it too seriously when nothing is really serious, so treat it as play. Mm. And so even stupid stuff like, because there's stuff that happens in a day-to-day life that you just are sick of doing but like 20 years ago you've been happy to be doing Mm -hmm. but now but you stopped treating it like play now you just treat it's just one more thing on your to-do list
1: the one thing i've been noticing a lot lately too is you gotta look at the big picture like i was talking to my buddy because like his grandmother died and that was like every year for the past three years someone has died in his family Mm. and i was talking on the same
0: day not the same day unfortunately okay it's say a, that's, That sounds like a curse. It's not a Merry fucking Christmas. He needs guy. to burn, burn some sage.
1: It's not a Merry fucking Christmas type deal.
0: <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas.
1: But, um... Ah, oh, you liar. <laughs> You're supposed to be quiet. But basically, I was talking about how, like... Like, 2014, I lost my job with the school district. And it was devastating at the time. But now I look back, and I'm like, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. I am now able to have garage lunches with my buddy... Mm-hmm. And I'm basically working from home now. If I would have kept that job, I'd be going into the office every day regardless.
0: Can you imagine how bad it would have been during COVID if you had that job? Oh, yeah. Because then they had everyone needed a laptop, everyone needed an Mm -hmm. iPad. You would have been responsible for all the Zoom calls. I ducked out before they gave all the students' iPads. Yeah, When I got laid off from the bank, it was the guy, the the stupid HR guy, right before he walked me through his, his security... He said, "In my experience, every time a door closes, a window opens." And like, I was through security before I turned back, and I wanted to pop him in the mouth for saying something so stupid to me. But then a month later, I got my current job, which is like, it's been the best job I've ever had. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the same reason why I can, again, I work from home all the time. I'm here with having lunch with Joel. I have this whole week off because they gave us the week of disconnect. Like, but you're login to put John sheet in. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That's not very disconnected. you have to put a time if you just say Oh it. my God! That five, that quick five minutes it took me to mark myself in holiday hours. What is it? Eighteen thousand forty seconds in a day. You lost three hundred. I got. Hey, I got paid for this week. So, I got paid either way. I didn't lose a shit. I was still in front of the computer either way. But yeah, it's funny.
1: Like all these situations. Like, the other thing I was thinking, too is like. I saw it my manager and she goes, I'm worried about so-and-so. I'm like, you should be more worried about me. So like, what do you mean? You have any idea how often I freak out and lose my shit? She goes, yeah, but you keep your shit together. It's <laughs> so like, it's true. No matter how bad my life has gotten or some personal situation, I always muddle through my, my stuff because muddling through the stuff has kept me from losing my shit.
0: Yeah, I think you're similar to me in that it's solve the problem and then freak out afterwards.
1: Well, it's not, it's not even that. Like, for example, let's say, for example, hypothetically, I get into a horrible car crash and I destroy my car. Mm-hmm. And I'm all devastated. I'm like, I don't have a car, I'm going to get a car. Well, I got to do this job at work, so go to work and do my job. Don't freak out about the car. Then get done, I'm like, oh, I got to do this other thing. I like work on that thing. Like, as long as I can have something else to do, I don't dwell on the personal problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, because...
1: Because there's no... In the grand scheme of things, and it's... I know this now... There's no point in freaking out about a personal problem because it will pass.
0: Yeah, yeah. My my biology teacher was the one that taught me this back in high school, where he said, "Remember, man, thou art dust" from the Bible, which is like eventually we all just become dust, which means like everything is Mm -hmm. unimportant anyway. And there's also again, every mm -hmm. everything should be play. Mm -hmm. You you wrecked your car, okay. that's something that's some sort... There's some sort of fun that can come from that because it's like, okay, you can go buy a new car or you can mm-hmm. go do whatever else or you take the Jocko idea of good where yeah. it's like, okay, good, now I get to figure out how I get to finance a new car.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, for example, by the other quote, is the next five minutes going to matter in five years? Like, the answer's almost always no. Mm-mm.
0: And that's, that's always the thing. It's like, I, I have this thing where... Uh, like my wife and I will get into an argument, and I get heated fast, but then I cool off real fast. Uh-huh. Whereas, like a woman, no offense to anybody, but she she stays, she's still mad hours later, and I've moved on in my head. I'm like, you uh-huh. know, it's it's a it's it's over, it's done for me. But it's like, and I, th- I I just don't hold on to it. And like, it's not that important. You are you are empowered by spite, my friend. What's that? You are empowered by spite, my friend. Um. No, I'm empowered by a deep sense of self-loathing and a high arrogance value. Like I, it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy that runs this machine, my friend. I also have a weird dichotomy running well, this machine. I, I, like, I like to tell people I have low self-esteem but high arrogance. <laughs> like I don't think much of myself but I think less of you. <laughs> So if I see you're doing something, I'm like, oh, I can do that, and I can do that better. So I got to prove myself better. Mm-hmm.
1: See, for me, it's more along the lines of, oh, they told me I can't, I can't build an airplane. Well, I'm going to build this motherfucking airplane,
0: and I'm going to make them watch as I fly this airplane by their house. <laughs> see, nobody's nobody's ever nobody's ever physically straight out and told me I couldn't do something.
1: Oh, I get it all the time. I remember the one. That I, our previous friend of ours. I, like, I
0: always get told, Eugene, why did you do that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> a previous friend of ours. We were. At their, I was at their house, and they were talking about the ceiling fan. And someone said, "You can't put that ceiling fan." I'm like, "Watch me!" And in ten minutes, I sold a ceiling plan. <laughs> <laughs> fan. Fan. <laughs> and everyone was like, "How do you know how to do this, Mike? can simple, you look simple electrical work?"
0: It. I mean, it. It. And it really is. When you get down to it, it's like. The hardest part about electrical work is that initial moment when do you trust your tools and you trust that you turned off the fuse, right? That's yep. the hardest part for me. <laughs> Am I going to get juiced? Touch this? Because I, I triple check that fucking thing. I want to tell my favorite story about my
1: dad. He'd joke about this all the time. He did electrical work. He'd be like 11 or 12. An electrician came over and saw it around the electrical box. So he opened it up, took a screwdriver, and started doing some stuff. Closed the box and started working. No, it was a pair of pliers. He was doing something with a pair of pliers. So that guy has a pair of pliers, opens a fuse box, clamps that on the wrong wires, <laughs> gets shot across the room. He goes, that's the day I when to let go of the pliers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My buddy Ben told me, he was an electrician for, uh, for the DC company down there, the DC electric company. Uh, I forget the name it was. But he, he told me, he said, uh, AC grabs you, DC shakes you. <laughs> 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 and I was like, you know what, I, I understand that, but I don't. like I. <laughs> oh, trust me, you learn real quick. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite stories from the internet back in the day was there was a, on the Something Awful Forum, some guy was talking about, he worked at some warehouse job, and one day the fuse box like fell <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> and all these sparks and shit were going <laughs> all over the place, and everyone was freaking out, except this one guy, he said, this guy had long hair like Thor. And he'd been working there forever. He's just this old disgruntled guy. And this guy just went over and he grabbed the fuse box and he jammed it back against the wall with all these <laughs> sparks going all around him. And the guy was like, it was like the most heavy metal thing he'd ever seen in his life. <laughs> uh, electrical work. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know if I like that lesser plumbing. I'd rather electrical than plumbing. You know, the funny thing, though, is like...
1: Plum- electrical is instantaneous. Plumbing is a long-haul kind of problem.
0: But but if you understand one, you have an understanding of the other. Because it's all about a flow. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that, like... I know... That's how I think video games programmed me to understand electrical work, was just, like, connecting pipes and shit. Mm-hmm. Which is very, very weird. Like, in all the games where it's, like, hacking stuff, and it's like, oh, you gotta... K-. I think it was... a. Uh, bioshock yeah bioshock you connect the goddamn pipes to Mm -hmm. to hack things and it's like oh i kind of understand how this works and it's like start doing plumbing work around my house i'm like oh i kind of understand how this works Mm -hmm. but then there's a leak of fucking water and you're like i I ate this Mm -hmm. but i guess that's better than a leak of electrical
1: like i said electrical's really quick (laughs) quick.
0: when you flip that switch
1: and the fuse goes you
0: fucked up (laughs) you won't learn
1: today son (laughs) I did my first plumbing uh, soldering a couple of weeks ago. My dad um, found apparently the house was not grounded properly. It hasn't been grounded properly in 50 years. Hmm. And the way that our water set up is there's a there's a reservoir to pressurize the water in the house because we're at the top of a hill.
0: Hmm.
1: Our PSI is nine from the from the from the um, from the city. Hmm. So I got some special permission to have this setup done. Well, there's a, there's a gap between the ground, the the pipe that comes off the street. Through the ground, this has some plastics from the system, and it goes to the other other pipes. Well, that is a break in the ground. Hmm. So he had me solder some wires to some pipe to complete the circuit. Well, the one one went real quickly. The other one, why this isn't it working? Because you gotta drain the pipe first. The water's acting as a heat sink. It's not getting hot enough to uh... solder. The first one like this is easy. I'm like, why is this not working? Like, I was basically like melting the solder like on my hand. I'm like, that's not normal. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah. I loathe plumbing. I'd rather shovel shit. Like shoveling shit is the lowest thing in my in my in my in my ideas of things to do. I'd rather shovel shit than work fast food. I'd rather shovel shit than plumb. I'd rather shovel shit than paint. <laughs> like
0: Yeah, I think I'd rather shovel shit than Fast food. One of the fucking things that's always astounded me is how people people think because of the way I work digitally. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm that that cliche of like an engineer, like a good engineer is a lazy engineer because mm-hmm. I only want to do something once. Mm-hmm. Like how I work with that. How people are surprised, like when it comes to a physical labor task, like how I'm fucking like all perky about it. Like I'm like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like well,
1: I learned in high school and part through college, like. I used to, like, I think my junior year of high school, I got up on the internet account. I started going on IRC and all this stuff. And then there have been days, I've been on the internet way too long. And then, like, I'd get up on Saturday morning, and I was like, oh, we're cutting wood today, we're doing this. That's the best therapy in the world, just doing something physical.
0: Huh?
1: And then, like, my buddy Scott used to say, it's like you're a wizard and a fighter at the same time it shouldn't match <laughs> but somehow they do like you get the wizardry of the hacking like of computer shit but at the same time like you can go and wrestle a little bear
0: but that's the thing though that's uh apparently like all the special forces guys they all have like bachelor's and master's degrees like mm-hmm. they're super intelligent but they're also just fucking raw animals like uh-huh. knuckle dragon cavemen on one end on the other end they're like oh yeah i'm fucking super smart i can mm-hmm. do all this math and everything it's like that's like the dichotomy that goes on now, because I'm stealing Jocko's words, but uh, that you gotta you gotta be to be those people. It's
1: well, I used to say years ago, wait, wait, Eugene, way too much you, to Jocko. But I'd rather you have too much Jocko than too much Goggins.
0: <laughs> Jocko's a little more balanced than Goggins is. Goggins exactly, is, which is uh, why
1: I used to think Jocko was it was off the scale until I met David Goggins.
0: <laughs> yeah, Goggins is a different level of different creature. It's but because of that new Jocko or Goggins book, I think they're they're doing sign ups for the the marathon in Pittsburgh, and I'm probably not gonna run the marathon, but I might sign up for the relay, which is just doing six miles of the marathon. Mm. I think that's a good number. and I don't run. Not Oops. yet. Nope.
1: Not doing it. Mm-hmm. I will bike the shit out of stuff. We got, we
0: got 12 months of challenges to fill.
1: I will veto a run every time.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Has to be a biking challenge.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Bike a mile, run a mile. Bike a mile, run nope. a mile. We're going to get Joel jogging. Nope. You got to run more than 100 yards, no point. Well, then we'll do, we'll do a sprint challenge. Nope. I learned the other day, some guy was talking about how... If you do, if you do a sprint for thirty seconds, you, the first, the first seven times you do that, your body is burning through like sugar and stuff in your bloodstream. The eighth time you do that, if you, if you do the thirty-second sprint and you do like three or four minutes rest in between, by the time you do it your eighth time, your body switches to burning pure fat.
1: I'll bike a hundred miles.
0: No, you won't. I <laughs> won't. If or I say her. Joel, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do sprints for the next hour. We're going to do a 30-second run from here to that line, and then we're going to rest two or three minutes, and so we're going to do it again. We're going to do that for an hour, and you, you'll lose more weight from that one hour than biking 100 miles, which will take you probably seven hours. I'll still bike 100 miles. Mm-mm-mm.
1: I don't like running. I, after the, and after the David Goggins book, I'm so happy my knees aren't broken.
0: I'm so happy my knees actually work. When's the last time you ran? That's a good question. It's been a, quite some time. When's the last time you jumped? I jump all the time. Jump where? you I mean jump where? What do you mean you jump all the time? Where are you jumping at? To grab stuff on the top shelf. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, like a real jump, like you used to do when you were a kid, like trying to touch something or jump over something or...
1: Oh, you talking climbing or jumping?
0: Jumping. It's been a while. Oh, shit, Joe. February, we, got, we should go to the climbing gym. Oh, Yes.
1: February has to be, we can do a climbing challenge in January. I don't
0: even know what the challenge would be, but we're just going to the climbing gym. I haven't been to the climbing gym in a while. Well, I've been trying to lose some weight so it's easier for me to climb. Well, get them squats in and you'll probably gain
1: weight. Well, if I'm gaining muscle and losing (laughs) fat, I'm okay with that.
0: You're gaining muscle in the wrong place for climbing (laughs) if you're doing squats. It's that dead weight of them calves, (laughs) them thighs just dangling there.
1: Wow. I've been doing a lot of the the benches and the overhead stuff and I'm feeling in my arms, so I know those are
0: growing. No, the the February thing works because I um I want to get my pull ups up again. Like I want to get to like a oh, good shit. A good twenty rep pull up. <laughs> 20, twenty, yeah, twenty twenty reps in a set pull up just now yeah, that. No. Neighborhood kids. So okay. Get out of my yard you damn kids. So January's squatting. February's what? Pull-ups. February's pull-ups. And we'll go to the climbing gym and have some fun from there. We'll do a podcast after we do the climbing gym. We'll do doing for March then, since so we're really spitting March. i uh, will be a good March challenge. March is coming into spring, so we're going to want to start shedding some weight. I'm thinking sprints.
1: Oh, this running. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait are we are we doing all physical challenges I guess no we're we not gonna, doing all physical okay challenges. well we got two physical challenges do we want to do a, a mental challenge for mental march okay alright what are we doing mental march we're not learning a language well, be a, well that sounds like it would be a good challenge for you and I didn't say learn a language it's just going to do a lingo and we'll see we'll pick a language and we'll, we'll do as best we can and get the score we can
1: this, is gonna, be a, this is gonna be a nightmare from ninth grade all over again.
0: <laughs> no, you ain't got to stand up in front of the class. We're just gonna talk in German in front of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put that down as a maybe. That, definitely a mental challenge in March, but yes. it can't be, can't be something easy like Joel wants it to be. Like
1: I didn't say it was easy. It's just I just know my brain does not
0: deal with. I don't deal with English grammar well. You think I'm gonna deal with another language? What do you What do you want to do? Meditation, March? You wanna You wanna do hour meditation a day? An hour? Oh yeah. <laughs> In the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Beneath the waterfall. <laughs> you keep fucking with me. You keep fucking with me. Hey, you came up with a squat challenge for next month that I gotta prep for. <laughs> what <are> you prep? <laughs> you
1: just gotta do them.
0: Yeah, I know. I gotta prep mentally for it.
1: All you gotta do is come out here and do. It. If you if you do a squat every day,
0: Joel squats in the warmth of his home. This garage is uninsulated, and it's cold in January. It's it's unfortunately I mean unfortunately right now it's uh, 66 degrees in December, which is odd, but it'll be cold again. The uh, last week I was out here and I was doing bench presses with gloves on my hands so I didn't stick to the bar.
1: Okay. You
0: want heating in this
1: garage? We'll get you heating in this garage.
0: No, I just want you to quit whining. I'm, I'm, you don't want to whine about a squat challenge. No, no, you were whining about mental mental March.
1: Okay, I'll, a one-hour meditation, I'm okay with. But in a, in a, in a waterfall of <laughs> cold water?
0: No, maybe, uh, maybe March will be when I get you to do the Wim Hof. We'll do Wim Hof for March. Three rounds of Wim Hof breathing, and then we'll do he, he's got a online I think he's got a, a 14 day cold water challenge that so we can stretch to 30
1: <laughs> how about doing
0: 14 <laughs> if you want to do it in 14 or, or you want to continue past the 14 because you'll probably I think I think the 14 14 days I think it ends at like being able to stay in the cold shower for 60 seconds or something like,
1: I said challenge, not torture
0: <laughs> uh, that's the challenge it's only torture if you can't endure it. What's the Stoic saying? if this is in if this is endurable, then endure it. What are you complaining about?
1: <laughs> I don't remember that one. it's in there. I've made it I think it's in meditations, so I've done daily Stoics since June of last year, so I think this is the second time I've hit December and to be honest. It's always a surprise when I go back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, we got to add to that. I was just thinking about that because I, um, I picked up Daily Stoic again at the beginning of this month just because I, I wanted to do something daily, reading in the morning besides jumping on a social media. But Robert Greene also has Daily Mastery, which we haven't looked into.
1: What's that?
0: It's Every Day, something from his Mastery series where he gives you a tip and an explanation behind it. But
1: Robert Greene, mm-hmm. as in the forty-eight laws of power. As
0: in Robert Greene, who wrote Mastery and all the other books about that sort of stuff. He's got a book called The Daily Mastery. Okay, I guess we're doing that too. Yeah, that's easy. I can read a couple pages in a Kindle.
1: I'm just making. Today's the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. I got two days. Get everything ready for the first day of January. Mm-hmm. Which means I gotta make my charts tonight and go to Staples and because print my printer's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Well, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make a monthly like a do the, 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 the discipline equals freedom. We did the monthly thing for that, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to do the same thing. With all they're the,
0: doing that again. They're doing a big challenge for the uh, the. They're calling it the, uh, the the discipline equals freedom reset. They're doing it for January, but. I don't think I'm participating in that. No. I'm, I'm doing my own. Yeah, we got our own stuff going on. I do have a question for you, though. Okay. Um, I got an, I, I, as happens, I got an Audible credit, so what book should I get?
1: Well, I think I pre-bought a couple books.
0: One of my goals this coming month is to do at least a three-mile walk or a three-mile run every day. So, does I just I don't remember
1: this. Napoleon Hill's timeless thoughts for today.
0: Oh yeah, you told me you bought that. And I said, oh, how is it? And you said it's not out yet.
1: Oh, I'm sitting here staring at me. I guess I can download it now. Hmm. Um. I'm still going through the poems that inspire the, the poems that inspire you to think and grow rich. Hmm. So far, it's so good. Um. What else is there? You already did Stillness is the Key, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like doing another Ryan Hill book. Huh?
1: Well, maybe we should do a Robert Greene book. Did we ever do the 48 Laws of Power?
0: Um, I think we talked about it, but I don't think we... Then you should get the book, and then
1: we'll do that for... The audio book? Yeah. Mm. Because we, cause we we were supposed to hold Robert Greene thing,
0: and fell short why don't we do this? Why don't we get daily mastery and we'll start there. Okay. And then we'll do, we'll we'll see, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about 48 Laws of Power in February.
1: I think what I need to do is get back to the listening to audiobooks because I kind of
0: fell off the wagon. Because you, you, you ain't biking. Well,
1: it's not just that. It's just like when we were doing the books all the time, mm-hmm. I was trying to get through them all. But like, I got burnt out on the Laws of seduction, seduction. Like I got to the... To, to the
0: uh the different types there's another 12 hours of the book I'm like what
1: else is there to do
0: <laughs> he, he writes some dense stuff and that's why I don't think I want it in the audiobook the, format like, the reason
1: I like an audiobook form because I can listen to it and like when I'm biking like I'll bike halfway through my bike thing and finally get through a single chapter mm-hmm. it's like oh that makes sense mm-hmm. like it's enough there that like you can listen to it and you can get through it but there's so much stuff he talks about like all these examples these examples are amazing
0: I'll tell you what we'll do we'll do um We'll get Daily Mastery, so we have that every day, and then we'll jump in. We'll we'll skip the other ones. Instead of 48 Laws, we'll jump to 50th Law, which is him with 50 Cent. Okay. So it's got to be a little easier to digest. You hope. Uh, I do, but I, I know 50 Cent has been... He's such a fan of his work, and he's used those rules. Like he's been in interviews where he quotes. He says, "As it, you, you just violated a key rule." He said, "Never outshine the master," mm-hmm. and it's like it's just like that's one of the key rules. It's like, yeah, never outshine the master. Like Fifty Cent really mm-hmm. knows this shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's using this shit.
1: Okay, we'll do we'll do Fifty. We'll come back to Loss of seduction later. Yeah, yeah, we'll do well because I bought all the. That'd
0: have been a good one for February for Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> no, no. No, we're not getting into that no we are you just, you you can't theme it and then go we can't do it now all right, well then okay, that's the audiobook I'm getting in i'm gonna get um this month i'm gonna pick up uh daily no fiftieth law okay I'm gonna do that one, and then uh, we'll do I'll get seduction in February. but I'll also pick up I'll pick up the Kindle version of uh daily. Okay. Daily Mastery, because that's easier to read daily through the thing versus having a physical book to me. Yeah. I'll Same just, way I have uh, Daily Stoic. Yeah, I'll
1: get Daily Mastery on Kindle as well. Now, I've got two things to read today.
0: That's not too bad. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just,
1: like, you like, st- I like stacking my routine so that I actually have things like, because, like, I'm now in the habit that I check Daily
0: Stoic every day pretty mm-hmm. much now. Like... I do it when the cats are eating in the morning.
1: I, and I... The only time I, I skip a day is I was running late. Like, the one day I had to meet up for my friend's distillery thing and my alarm didn't go off and I didn't do my daily routine. So, I jumped out of bed and wanted to help them Yeah. and came back. and went, I actually went to Eden Park for the buffet and um, while I was at the buffet I read the
0: Daily Stoic. Yeah, I like this. The thing about going through the Daily Stoic many times now on Kindle is now, I, I like, this morning I came across, like, a highlighted chapter in there and I was like, oh, why did I highlight that? And then I read it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like I said, it's funny that...
1: I feel like I'm becoming a self-help guy. Because, like, I talk to my friends about stuff, and it's like, oh, well, you do it this way, this way. I'm like, oh, it doesn't really matter. It's mm-hmm. this. And I'm like, who are you? What, have yeah. you?
0: what have you become? What I feel like is I feel like... Um, this year is all about, for me, it's going to be about action. I feel like I've been accumulating all these tips and stuff and now it's like I've got to start acting on this or something in me is going to explode. Like I've got so much knowledge in there from so many of these self-help books and everything else. It's like I just got to start taking the steps that the books talk about and wor- working the process, doing the work and I'll start getting the results I want. hmm because it's the same way as, like, you, you're talking about. Like, you can tell these. You can t- if you came to me with a problem and I could be like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I could mouth off a solution to you and you'd go off and do it and it'd work. But right. it's like my own self giving myself that solution. I would be, like, sitting back and hesitant to do it when I shouldn't. It's like I know what to do, just now i got to do it. Yeah.
1: Well, like, I've been researching ADHD lately. A couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine on Facebook posted this. There's a couple on Facebook. They're British and she has ADHD. And she, do- she does a series explaining... ADHD to to her husband. And they had this whole dictionary of terms. Yeah. And I looked and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. I noticed there's an ADHD tag. So I started going down that rabbit hole. and I found a bunch of content creators that talk about this that they go through. I'm like, huh. I've been auto correcting for a lot of stuff and not realizing it's there. Yeah. And then like the other, like last weekend, I didn't go anywhere because it was so cold. And I was like, you know what? I I did the hack of, well, if you just start it, probably gonna finish it hmm and I started I got a lot of stuff done last weekend because of that And like I've been using a
0: couple of these tricks and tips to like get through stuff I'm like you're being productive yeah that's the thing I mean the hardest thing is getting momentum hmm and that's with everything it's just like it's so easy to procrastinate and stop and not do something because you do you can find a million excuses to not do it and especially especially if you're an intelligent person you can rationalize any bad decision you want to make. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest part is like knowing that you're doing that and stopping yourself from doing that and just embracing the fact that you got to go do some shit. Um. I find ADHD kind of fascinating because like Joe Rogan was talking to one of the doctors he had on there about it and he was saying how oh, ADHD probably served our species well back in the day because it was like you could be hyper focused on the hunt mm-hmm. and being able to turn off all this other nonsense bullshit around you, but it also probably was a, a disadvantage at times because you'd be so focused on something you wouldn't notice the tiger creeping up behind you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, like, it's funny because, like, there's so much stuff that I do, and I'm realizing... Because they talk about neurodivergent and how, like, the brain operates different. I found this woman on um, um, Instagram. She's a um, neurologist, but she has ADHD. She mm-hmm. put it with the brain because she has ADHD. And one thing she talks about was... Um, uh It's a it's a it's a type of it's a type of therapy where they use music, but it's like different sounds that the the brain reacts to.
0: Like binaural beats and stuff like it's that. It's like
1: binaural beats, but not. Hmm. And it's funny because like she mentioned that a couple of these songs like as she put it, it scratches your brain. Hmm. And I realized a lot of the music they talked about, like the it was like ADHD people with this kind of music. I'm like, oh yeah. It's, like, the more complicated the music, the more interested my brain is in doing it, and, like, the more my brain, like, relaxes. Like, all the, like, well, and then do things like revert, like, reversing stuff, or, like, doing a scratch, or, like, some kind of manipulation. Mm -hmm. My brain gets fascinated with, like, oh, what's that sound? Like, how are they doing that? Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, it's calming. Like, (laughs) and, of course, the one Instagram post, she posted this one song, and I had to be, like, what is wrong with you? That made me so anxious. I can't deal with this. Like, I'm losing my shit. I'm, like,
0: well, this wasn't for you, because it made me very happy. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine if people knew how to weaponize that and just like, they could turn on a sound that just made everybody angry. And it's like but people would lose their shit. But that's so the problem. You
1: can't because everyone's brain is different. I know. It's like that episode of Doctor Who where they were doing, they called it blood magic. and Basically, they could control people with a certain blood type when other people weren't affected by it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, different people have different... Yeah, makeups. So you're not going to hit everybody. You'll hit a majority of people, maybe.
0: Yeah, and I. Th- but I think that's. Uh, I think that's a psychological warfare type tactic. You could, if you hit most people, then you you did some damage. Not if you you can't get hit, Goggins
1: though. <laughs> just doesn't care.
0: Uh, there's, there's a trigger for that dude somewhere. Just don't run past him <laughs> and say, "Oh, I didn't realize I'd pass you on this trail." <laughs> <laughs> It's Goggins' time.
1: (laughs) I mean, the problem with Goggins is you have to push so far to get under his skin that
0: you might not be physically
1: capable of keeping up once you unleash the beast.
0: I think that's the. I don't think it's. You have to push far to to get to him. I think it's just you're not going to be happy with what you find when you do. (laughs) Like you said, like it's not not a difficult task to do, but it's like. Like, he was saying that he was uh, he was on his third workout of the day and he was riding the exercise bike and it was like one of them, the Pelotons or something, he said some guy thought he was going to challenge him because Goggins was running under an anonymous name. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the guy had no idea what kind of hell he set up, he set himself up for because Goggins just wasn't going to quit. Mm-hmm. And, like, Goggins pans to underneath him. He's like, this isn't, a, this is a lifestyle. This ain't a, a joke. And, like, he panned to underneath the bike and there's just all this sweat pooled underneath <laughs> there because he's been on the bike for hours. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's just a different beast in some people, and it's like. That's, that's what like, I wish Goggins would actually talk about more is his his approach to studying and learning things, because he talks about the physical stuff so much, but he doesn't talk and he talks about like the mental challenge of overcoming the physical stuff, but not sitting there and doing like a repetitive task, like studying or learning something. Besides, he talks about just copying things over and over and over, mm-hmm. which sounds just like memorization to me.
1: The problem is, there's no secret. He just sits there and pounds it out until he actually learns it. Like, it's, all, it's, it's binary. Is there yes or no? You make your flashcards, and you... Basically, it's, it's the whole flashcard thing. Okay, I know this one. I know this one. Then you, that pile and this pile. You got the hmm. pile you know, pile you don't know. That pile you don't know is empty. You're done. If not, yeah. rinse, repeat. I don't know. There's, there's, I, I always feel like there's got to be a... No, there's no magic, I'm telling you.
0: A better way to study than the way I've been doing it in my in my life. So Oh, there's a
1: better way to do it than what you've been doing. But there's no Goggins has no secret. He just brute forces <laughs> through it. Like you know what they talk about, like in the old days of figuring out passwords? A,
0: B, C, mm-hmm. A, A, yeah, A, brute, B. Yeah, brute force brute forcing That's it, yeah. all he
1: does. That's the only tool he's got in his in his workshop.
0: Yeah. Jock, Jocko was talking about that also. Remember I was saying how he said uh just don't just don't accept whatever the guy throws at you. Mm-hmm. He was talking about it, uh, and sometimes you gotta you gotta fully accept what's thrown at you, and you gotta like lean into it so far that it makes the other person off balance. And he said that's what he did when he went to college because he didn't want to go to college, but the Navy wanted him to go to college. Mm-hmm. So he leaned so far into it that he was just like he read every book they recommended, he read every syllabus, he mm-hmm. did every assignment to make sure like he passed it with a hundred percent like he would just sit down and he would read the book on the first day he got it mm. and it's like sitting in the front row is like that that big scary dude in the front <laughs> row like just like creeping everybody out <laughs> grown man sitting there in college sitting there like like that's the way to do it it's just like
1: well there's an i've, I've watched a lot of gym motivate motivational gym tiktoks because mm-hmm. i get this because the thing about tiktok and instagram and youtube you get to get that lens into the other worlds like, I learned about creatine and, like, pre-work. I'm like, <laughs> okay, you guys are just doing caffeine and then working yourself to death because your caffeine is telling you to do it.
0: Wait till we get to the smelling salts.
1: <laughs> but the point is, though, like, I saw one that's talking about,
0: we all have demons. Hmm. Why don't I learn how to control them? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what a lot of the more successful people did, I think. You know we never talked about on this podcast that I don't even know if you're aware of is uh, Jim Rohn. Have you ever heard of him? No. Oh, you're going to like Jim Rohn a lot of people that have gotten into successful stuff they they are disciples of jim roan like ed milet is a disciple of jim Rohn. Uh, another another guy you got to look up Um, (laughs) you gotta give me a list of names before i leave yeah jim Rohn. he's he was um he was a guy that was like struggling real hard in life until he started actually taking like ownership of it and like learning what was being taught to him and acting on it and and then he became this big motivational speaker and all his stuff. is just, it sounds very salt of the earth when he says it, but you're like, it's kind of deep also. Mm-hmm. He's got some books out there. I got, I got a couple in my Amazon wish list that I got to buy. But we'll, we'll dive into him too. So are you excited for the new year?
1: I'm going to everybody. Just another day.
0: See, that's, that's my problem is I... I feel it's just another day, but I also feel like I should be excited. Like, I feel like, I feel like I, if I should. Wish your your wishing energy, put into the squats. (laughs) (laughs) There's no, there's no wishing energy with the squats. The squats are all about gravity. The squats are, the weight goes down and the weight comes up. (laughs) That's squats.
1: What's so the energy you're taking of being excited? could be using the pushing that weight
0: up and well, down. Well, even even that challenge. It's just the 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 energy I'm feeling is like, okay, I'm going kind to of be giving my permission myself permission to to expand and grow to be ambitious again. Like I feel like I've been holding it in for so long now, and I feel like I'm just ready to just go.
1: See, my problem is I don't know enough about weightlifting to set a, a proper goal. Well, I need to talk to other people before I go to. I'm going to do. I'm to do the stupid thing.
0: You're doing the stupid thing. It's fine. No, but
1: I'm saying the stupid thing, which is the stupid
0: thing. So I'm bitching 150 now.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to bet 300 by another
0: month. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to avoid.
0: Well, I mean, it may, maybe it is. But I would say if you're going to do, if you're going to try that, then by all means try it here. I mean, with somebody that can spot you. Yeah. I mean, you could probably you could probably do it one time. You could probably do it.
1: But you got to do it the whole rep, which
0: is five. I mean, one. No, we're talking one rep max here. One rep max. If you can do it one time, then you know that you know eighty percent of your one rep max should be your working sets. Joel's doing math for those that can't Two see him. Two forty. <laughs> so yeah, so that's where you should be at probably. If you, if you can bench three hundred, which is it's a lot. It's a lot. I don't know if you can bench 300. I don't either.
1: <laughs> I've been sh- I've been I've been going with the philosophy of uh, if you don't feel in your muscles, you're not doing anything. Mm. Cause like when I do my bench, when I do the bench press or I do the overhead, I'm feeling my my arms are feeling it. Mm-hmm. And like the one day I told you, I, 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 I bench went, you
0: should feel in your chest though. That's what I mean. I like the overhead. Oh yeah, that's like shoulders and arms. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm saying I'm feeling the muscles doing okay, you're doing something.
0: That's that Ryan. Ryan that that month challenge with Ryan that did that. Like if you're not feeling your muscles, you're not working the muscles. So why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. It's an ego lift.
1: But just like I don't know what limit should be and I'm done with to try it.
0: That's good. That's good. Not when you're by yourself. Yeah. I mean, worst case scenario you dump the weights and you make a loud noise.
1: Yeah, but when you're doing a bench and it's over your head, it's like, I gotta put it two inches higher and over.
0: No, no, you drop it down on your stomach and you roll it off.
1: Is that going to break my chest cavity or something?
0: No, you land on your stomach, not your chest. You can move it down. I don't think I have a choice about it. My arms go, we're done. Yeah, you do, because your elbows bend down. You drop it over your head you're gonna probably rip your shoulders out
1: well that's what that's that's what it looks like when my arm's like maybe just stop this
0: <laughs> and even even if you lower it on your chest your chest is going to act as a spotter for a second where you can roll it down mm-hmm. or tilt it to a side like you're if if 180 pounds on a bar kills you i'm gonna be disappointed in you <laughs> I'm gonna be disappointed. You, you're Mister. I grew up doing manual labor for my father. No, you know? I'm saying I'm taking. I'm being safe right now. <laughs>
1: but if I get that crazy, I'm like, let's just do 300 right now. Let's skip to the. Let's skip to the good part.
0: <laughs> well, I will tell you, Joe. There are benches that are made up with uh, safety features. If you wanted to get I, to that level, I don't
1: think I, I don't think I spent the way on the safety features.
0: <laughs> and uh, none of the safety features is your joints. Lock those fuckers out. <laughs> Call for call for uh, whatever the Android version of Siri is. <laughs> uh, hey Google, fire the bat symbol. <laughs> I'm stuck.
1: I think what I'm, I think what it comes down to it is so much of my life has been just put your head down and get it done. Mm-hmm. That like. There's no point in getting excited or unhappy about a task. The task has to get done. Do the task.
0: Yeah, but now you're, the point of your life as you're going into the second half of it is to aim yourself at what you actually want. Well, you're, that's
1: what I'm doing. But at the same time, it's like, when I'm doing the lifting, it's like, okay, I want to get five. I'm at three. I'm like, just do it. Quit bitching. Yeah. Just yeah. go for it. Yeah. But, like, it's a double-edged sword because, like... When I'm doing stuff like chopping wood or like doing like cutting the grass at the house at my parents' house. It's a three or four hour job to cut all the all the grass I need to cut. Yikes! Like it's
0: like But lot they have of, a riding lawnmower. It's not a push mower.
1: No, but I'm doing all the stuff that riding lawnmower doesn't get. Uh. Like once once a year, I've got to do the, the initial cut, and I can just do some stuff here and there from which grows faster. But like that's a long ass time, I'm just like, okay, just. Cutting the grass, cutting <laughs> the grass. Which is why I listen to audiobooks and podcasts and I'm doing that stuff.
0: Yeah. I'd like we went to the. You're going to have to handle for it. Oh.
1: Ah, crap. So. Well, as we were doing the 60 mile bike ride back in September, one of the things I did was I brought audiobooks and a podcast. Well, multiple podcasts. What I didn't realize was one podcast I was getting into was a two hour improv these guys did, and that two hours sounded like nothing compared to the sixty miles we were doing, and it was amazing because time just flew because I was so enthralled with the podcast. I thought I kind of forgot I was biking because we were kind of going downhillish at that time. We, we didn't get to the uphill uphill hell yet, which is why I start I switched to music because music was more motivating than the podcast from doing things you don't want to do. I found that whenever I want to do it, like just zone out, listen to podcasts. I'm trying to get things done. I put music on, and these are the tasks the more likely I'm listening to music, well, podcast and music. And Eugene's back, almost. I
0: rambled on about my secrets of getting the tasks done. All right, I'm back. Music. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, my uh, my bladder was smaller than I thought it was there. Hmm, we've been going for an hour. Yeah, it's been a good podcast. Yeah. Um, don't wanna end it just yet. No, we're not gonna end it just yet.
1: So we've got less I'm saying what? Less than thirty-six hours in this um in this year left.
0: Um yeah, I guess. We got to, all day tomorrow and then no we got for well, at least forty eight. Forty eight will have ended on midnight tonight. Oh, January first is that Sunday, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I I told I don't know if I told you this, but I got a mystery package on my front door yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was good of truffles. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was talking to my buddy and I said something, he goes, Well, t- here's the twenty twenty two I'm like, I got two more days left. What are you talking about? I'm not
0: done yet. You gotta uh you gotta eat those chocolates and live stream it so we can see what happens to you since <laughs> they're mystery. Well they were,
1: they were they came from Amazon. They were completely sealed. <laughs> so I feel safe eating them. But I'm gonna give it a couple days to figure out if someone fesses up to it.
0: Yeah, they're fine. They're probably fine. No,
1: I'm curious who they're from is what I don't care that they passed the test of this and I'm not gonna die from this.
0: Yeah. If they're just some mystery like chocolates I got, they
1: were like homemade
0: I'm like uh uh-uh. uh nope. <laughs> so I guess then you gotta run down the what would how would how would, uh, how, how would we how would we solve this problem here's, as intelligent people. Here's the problem.
1: The people who know me really well know me about holiday season and giving gifts. So
0: they somebody might have done it as a spike gift just to fuck with you?
1: No, because they know better. Hmm. The problem is, they have my home address. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking it's a work-related thing, mm-hmm. because it had to be somebody higher up trying to bribe me, because anybody who knows me knows I don't care about Godiva chocolates.
0: Did any of your other co-workers get Godiva chocolates? No, I checked. Hmm. Did any of your but co-workers if, get any gifts?
1: No, but then again, I got. To, it doesn't mean that I was the first or the last, so i got to wait a couple of days to see someone else got mm-hmm. something. hmm and it said, "Mr. Joel Cox," which also kind of throws a red flag because who? None of my friends call
0: me Mister. You do have an ex-wife. Yeah, so she might be mad.
1: Why she send me chocolates through Amazon
0: to make them untraceable to you, anyway?
1: But what's the point of sending me chocolates in the mail to not know it's from her?
0: I don't know, Joel. Spitballing here, throwing out suspects. The,
1: the point, the point is though, I'm not worried about it. I'm just waiting. And I'm waiting to find out what happens because I'm curious, but at the same time, I'm not curious enough to dive down the rabbit hole of trying to cross-reference
0: Amazon shit. <laughs> You're not ready to draw your beautiful mind diagrams yet? No, no.
1: It, it's it's a blip on my radar. I got a nice package from AliExpress today. <laughs> I got a radiation kit. I got some microcontrollers.
0: Wait, what? Let's not gloss over the radiation <laughs> kit. <laughs> what is that?
1: So, my buddy in the UK, he's also an awesome He's an engineer. Mm-hmm. And he uses Aliexpress a lot to buy stuff for his, his, his projects. He goes, oh, look, here's a radiation kit you can put together.
0: And basically, What does it
1: do? It detects how much radiation is in the area. Oh, okay. And it was only $22.
0: Oh, man, you should have told me. I would have got one. Well, I guess if it works first. Well twenty two dollars is worth the, the cost that's not going well I guess how do you know it works and how do you know it's accurate
1: why do you think I only bought one
0: what's that well I think I
1: only bought one
0: well how are you gonna test if it's accurate well you got to go somewhere where you know the readings well first I gotta put it together yeah, yeah. I gotta find out what the average ratings of different stuff is mm-hmm. and compared to
1: that like the point was it was a it was a six o'clock at night on AliExpress oh I need $100 worth of crap let's see what other crap I can buy so I bought stuff to build battery bags I bought some e-paper microcontrollers so you know the the Kindle e-ink they use Mm -hmm. I've got a little microcontroller slightly smaller than a credit card that has a giant e-ink screen on it so I'm gonna make a little clock for my bathroom because my bathroom is the only room in the house that does not have a clock and it's like well I'm getting ready to go place. I'm like well I know I had 10 minutes before I got in here Hopefully, I still have two minutes left, and I'm not late. So I'm going to build myself a little clock to put in there. Mm-hmm. I bought some sensors for, um, for temperature and heat. So I temperature and humidity, because I'm that guy. I like to know what temperatures are different. By
0: the way, that reminds me. You know, we're gonna, I, saw, I saw it on a TikTok, and I'm going to get it for my shower, and you should get it for yours before uh, March. In between your shower head and the shower pipe, it's a temperature gauge. Mm. It tells you how cold the water is. Nice. <laughs> Joel looks so excited about that idea. Well,
1: it's even freaker. The light went off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Joel's idea shutting <laughs> off. <laughs> no,
1: it's an, it's an, it's a an Norgate.
0: <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I have a... Because I figured with winter... With winter on the on the cusp. I need more stuff to build. Oh, we're in winter.
0: It's not on the cusp. It's here.
1: I'm talking about like more of last weekend where we're, I'm not going. You're anymore.
0: talking about real winter, not yes. this this fake winter that yes. people are all excited about. I'm talking about the
1: winters I'm like, oh,
0: we're in siege f- mode. <laughs> the one the the thing that happens after the holidays when everyone's not excited about everything when it's like it's February and you want to die. It's like oh. it's dark when oh. I wake up. It's dark when I Did go pay, to sleep. Ever tell about the holiday desert?
1: No. So. Wesco used Oh,
0: yeah, 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 you did, yeah.
1: Wesco used to only
0: give us New Year's Day
1: and the next actual holiday that they had off was Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted a day off, you had to burn your holiday, your vacation. So a lot of people would burn their vacation in December. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, I have the month of December off. I've every Friday off in December off or whatever. So they get used to the this, this schedule and they come back, it's like, I don't have any days off, what am mm-hmm. I going to do? And people start freaking out about not having days off without yeah. burning their vacation because... Back then, vacation days were so precious. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, oh, I never took time off, so <laughs> yeah. I'm used to this. Exactly.
0: That's just to remind <laughs> me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take off the last week of January. Just, I'm going to come out here and do squats all day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take any, any time off in December, and I, I lost, uh, I think I lost 56 hours this year. Because I get again we were talking about like your jobs like now i've been there for 10 years so i get six weeks of vacation you, get, you gotta plan those better normally normally mara has cross-country road trips and everything else planned for us so it's like i burned through them yeah i but was. i never i never actually just take days off but you should i know and that's that's where i'm at now where um like my my coach now who's my actually my boss's boss at work he's um he said by uh by March, if you should have most of your PTO planned. Oh, see, for us, because that, that that gets you ahead of people. So you're planning things like around holidays and whatnot. So because mm. the our things like uh, you know our floating holidays when we have like four day weekends and people pack on an extra day or mm. two to make it a long that's, week. That's
1: that's what I usually do. Like yeah. I don't want a week or two two weeks off. Because telling my one coworker, the longer you take off, the harder it is to come back to work I remember what I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I took two weeks off. This job in 2018 to go to California. We drove from California up to Oregon, yeah, and then flew home.
0: That's a good drive, that's a beautiful drive, yeah, it
1: was. But like, I came back to work, I'm like, what do I do here? I don't know, yeah, like, I was totally off. What I'd rather do is do a bunch of three and four day weekends, Mm -hmm. and like, it's perfect because, like, I used to like Thanksgiving, I take the week of Thanksgiving off Mm -hmm. because we're burning three vacation days, Mm -hmm. or I'll i'll tack a i'll take a friday on a world day weekend or yeah day you can weekend.
0: do it strategically and not burn a lot of days but get a lot of days off exactly and that's that's to me amazing like i'm, st- I'm still jacked that mar and i didn't get to take our our 2020 vacation we were gonna do um we we're gonna take a train from pittsburgh to chicago train from chicago into oregon then we we're gonna rent a car Wait, chicago to oregon yeah
1: that's possible
0: yeah huh it's like a two-day train and you get a. We were gonna get a, a cabin that had. A, it was like a bunk bed situ- situation in there. And it's BYOB on the train, so it's like. Pfft, it's over there. I,
1: I just see you with one of those, one of those like learn term hiking ca- things, just bottles upon <laughs> bottles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we were gonna, we were gonna rent a car. We were gonna drive down through, uh, through California, and then we were gonna, we were gonna drive through California. We were gonna go into, I think, New Mexico, and then we we're gonna drive back across country or we're going to take a train back across country but it was going to be a good good train ride trip
1: I got multiple trips I want to do this year well, next year but I got to figure out what's going to happen because I got a friend in the UK that might be going to Washington Mm -hmm. David is his his uh, uncle so if I can somehow get to Oregon hang out with my friends in Oregon then
0: go to Washington State and come
1: home that's two trips in one
0: See, so yeah, I would think you'd want to fly out like a couple days early to the UK and meet up with your friend, and then fly with him over to Washington, and then go from Washington and meet up with your friend in Oregon, and fly home.
1: That sounds like a lot of
0: money. Could be. Yeah, I'll could just be, fly could out. be a lot of fun. Quick, quit buying radiation kits online.
1: But then what to do? What else am I to do with my time when I'm home? Do you, know, do you know how many hours a day I spend in my office. <laughs> How about twelve to sixteen? Probably too many. Yeah, but you know what? The day, when I spend a lot of time in that office, I'm not spending money outside.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the thing I've taken from you is like make make staying home more important than going out because I spend money when I go out, mm-hmm. but if I stay home, I don't spend money.
1: Because like I bought I bought that recliner uh, around Thanksgiving, best investment I ever did. Because <laughs> I can actually
0: like you know what? Every man needs a comfy chair. Uh huh. Like. And, and, a, and a foot warmer. I don't need a foot warmer. I do. That's just an invitation for a nap.
1: <laughs> Which is okay, because if you're watching TV late at night and you fall asleep, you're going to go sleep anyway, so. Hmm. I like the fact that I can sit there and watch YouTube on my TV, and it's just, it's peaceful. Like, I, I watch more movies because of that chair.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to get to, like, a reclining, like, movie theater-style seats for the third floor. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do it for some reason. It was, like, it was too, much at the t- too much money at the time, but I need to do it just because it'll make like Friday nights when it's beer and pizza night better for mm-hmm.
1: me. It's, it's, it's about changing your quality of life.
0: Upgrades, little upgrades.
1: Yeah, like for example, like I got the standing desk for my work because I was sitting too much and I started getting sciatic nerve pains in my, in my back.
0: Which I still have, so that's why I have to take walks every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to so use then, my standing desk more.
1: So then I got that, that mat. I'm sitting all day, I'm like while well, I'm in gaming, I gotta sit down. I'm like, Well, you gotta stand after your gaming machine. <laughs> so now I can stand all day if I want. And it feels so much better to stand all day than to sit all day. Yeah. Because if I'm sitting when you're sitting all day, you go get up, you go, like, Oh, I'm stiff. But I'm always standing, I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go. Like I'm always able to move. Yeah. And like that's that's a game changer. Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy I'm like, why are you standing? Like and I'll just like, oh I've been sitting all day. But the thing is I don't wanna sit because I don't I don't wanna like, get all Fold
0: it up. Yeah, tighten the joints and everything. Yeah, I get it. I went over. My, I
1: went over yesterday. I was i I played Silska with my my customers' kids. They're like in their thirties now, and they have a Japanese tile chair seats I'm like, okay, i nice. I sat on my knees. I'm mm-hmm. like, I did it for about twenty, thirty minutes. I'm like, okay, I gotta sit down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, can't sit down this way. I gotta keep moving. It's like. How
0: do people just sit like that? That's the point. That's the thing I was going to say. The other, the other level to that is, um, in addition to standing, is if you sit on the floor. One of the things the floor will do is it'll make you move more often because you'll keep having to shift positions yeah. to get comfortable, which helps you engage different muscles and change positions. So oh, trust that me, I kept, I
1: kept engaging
0: all uh-huh. of the muscles. Uh-huh. That's why, like, people look at me crazy when I'm like, I'd rather sit on the floor It's because. On the floor, like, I've got to move, and I've got to shift positions, and I put myself in those ones where it's like, I'm stiff in this position. Let me sit here for, like, a couple of minutes, and it relaxes, and I'm like, okay, i got a nice stretch there. Mm -hmm. Whereas just sitting in a chair, you're kind of in a half-squat position all the time, which is not Mm -hmm. good for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, like I said, tiny upgrades that, like – I. I think it was Saturday. I, so Friday night, I went out and got my Chinese food to watch Die Hard. And then from 6 p.m. till about Sunday, around 1 o'clock, no, 2 o'clock, I was in my apartment the whole time. It didn't even sound like it was a day and a half. It's like I did so much shit. Yeah. It's like I played video games, watched the movies. I fixed stuff I built some shelves. Like just I kept busy. It's like – and my, my parents, they did not leave their house for at least a good three or four days like around that – Freeze like what it, it, it snowed Friday. Friday morning. Yeah, and I checked the cameras; didn't move. Saturday <laughs> didn't move. Over Sunday, there's no tracks, and the, I'm the first tracks in and out of the driveway. It hasn't snowed since Friday. It's like my parents, like I, I, I got something from them. It's like if you're so comfortable at home, like why do you have to go out all the
0: time? Yeah, and that's uh, it's I, I I do credit you, and I also credit my my in laws with their their lifestyle where it's like if you if you build your castle right you have no reason to go out hmm and it's like so build the castle right like I I do have a I have a I get cabin fever and I have a very big wanderlust part to me like but why do you get cabin fever uh I just always have I just can't be in the house that long I just got to be outside and it's it's like why why the day when the temperature Friday when the temperature last Friday when the temperature dropped like forty degrees that whole day like I went out in that morning and and took a, a walk
1: I believe the quote was I gotta get me some of this I did <laughs> have
0: to get me some of that I was like this is cold nobody else out here I gotta fucking go experience this so I walked out in that and I did a couple mile walk in that 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 weather because it's like well expose yourself to how bad it could be and you're like okay and while i was on that walk i had the the jocko memo where people talk about why jocko wakes up the way he does and how he can do that all the time he's like look i'm just getting up to work out there are single mothers that get up this early to go mm-hmm. work there's just go work their first or their second their first of their two jobs they got to do in the day is the key.
1: that's when that woman woke up to write her book she had two, two hours before everyone got up to write her book
0: yeah that's like yeah, fucking... It's not that bad. Like, I saw people on the bus going to work. And I'm like, I'm just out here taking a walk. Because mm-hmm. I fucking want to. Like, I don't have to be out here. Like, got yeah. it easy. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's funny because, like... When we do the challenges about getting up early. Like, I tried getting up at 5.30. And I, for the most part, I did it. I'm like... Especially when I was biking. Like, last year. I was trying to get up early to go biking. And, like... I got up, I got my bike ride in, it's like 8 o'clock, I've gotten a bike ride in, I got in the shower, and I'm ready to get the, get the day going. Mm-hmm. Like, most of my days I get up, it's like, okay, get up, do some
0: exercise,
1: and I, I just drag ass doing everything. Mm-hmm. But like, you get up early enough, you get everything done, it's like, dude, it hasn't even started yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then that's, that's when it gets weird, when you're like, wow, fuck, I got too much time.
1: <laughs> I forget what day it was, a couple weeks ago I stayed home because it was cold. And I did all this shit in the morning, I'm like, it's got to be like, what, 1 o'clock? I'm like, it's only 10.30? Holy shit, I get more <laughs> shit done.
0: Yeah, Ed, Ed Milet, he talks about that. He said he doesn't believe in the 24-hour day. He believes in the six-hour day. He believes that every day is actually, he treats every day like four different days. Hmm. So he tries to do everything in six-hour increments. Mm-hmm. So, and he says that he's fucking, you know, he's doing four four times as much as everyone else is because he's broken his day into four parts. Interesting. I don't know how viable that is, but he's he's talking about yeah, how 24 right. hours is because of, like, farmers and stuff like that. And it's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know what? If you want to wake up at fucking – if you want to do your job, your daily job from 6 to noon and then call it a day, that's fine, I guess, yeah. for you.
1: Because the problem is anytime you start changing the day from 24 hours, you are now out of sync with the rest of the day. Yep. Like, the, the reason you have a 24-hour day is to keep in sync with everything else mm-hmm. so that every day at 8 o'clock you do the same thing. Yeah. When you start lagging and rolling around, you start missing shit.
0: Yeah, and, but and that's why he's got to do things like he's got to do his job at 6 to 12 and not like whenever he wants to. It's like it can't be like 8 to 4 because he's lagging. We're yeah. not the, but it, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, you can take you can play with time a little bit differently, I guess, more freely than other people do.
1: It It is kind of funny, though, because, like, my friend in the UK was bitching about, I hate this time of year. I'm like, oh, you mean the Sin Depression? because no, all the holiday music, all they play was the Christmas
0: carols all day long at work. I'm like, oh, I don't have that, because yeah. I control all the audio in my apartment. Yeah. I do think I successfully completed the Mariah so Carey Challenge. I. Yeah, buddy. I think we get a, we get a thing for it yeah. or <laughs> I remember last year on the Iron Council I put it out for the uh, the Thanksgiving challenge. You had to do this this set of workouts, put together, this long set of workouts, but you had to put the Mariah Carey song on repeat <laughs> while you did it. I think I was the only person that did the challenge. Nobody else wanted to. It wasn't like, even that hard of a physical workout. It was just like you had to put that fucking thing on.
1: Well, during the um, Orion... How do you say his last name? Who? Humiston?
0: Yeah, Humiston. Yeah, I think that's what i say.
1: I found... Three versions of Green Sally, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had them on the loop while I was doing the exercises.
0: <laughs> That's psychotic.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It actually made the exercise a little bit easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I had, I had to change things up. I was doing metal Mac Attack for the longest time while I was lifting, and I because I, I would do I would do heavy metal when I was lifting, but if I was doing like a kickboxing workout or something, I'd put on more hip hop, more something with like a regular beat, mm-hmm. and it's like i had to change it up a little bit towards i'm the end constantly of of
1: making workout playlists based on some now.
0: yeah it's it's an ever-evolving thing my problem with looking up workout playlists is it's always like 90 percent eminem and i'm like why is this dude on every playlist <laughs> think because people are angry i I get that but shit and that's that's, so that's something about lifting
1: that i i, I love reading like these
0: gym tiktoks it's like why do you work out they quiet the demons
1: uh-huh why do you work out Cause if i don't i'm gonna lose my shit <laughs>
0: yeah and even even goggins and uh rogan were talking about that like goggins and they were saying like he goes out and he does this fucking like crazy workout in the morning whatever the hell is asked of him the rest of the day he's just like cool whatever like wife wants to drive you to the mall and like you sit in the car for three hours you're like cool like what are you whatever that demon is shut up for that day <laughs> and that that's how it is with jujitsu jiu- for me that's why like i hate but i also love going to the early morning jujitsu because by the end of that it's like all right i've grappled with another human being for at least an hour and then i probably do two rounds of open mat after that which is just 10 minutes of somebody trying to choke me out and me trying to choke him out and then it's like the rest of the day is just fucking like it's cake it's like nothing's going to be as stressful as that was
1: <laughs> i guess like i said when i was biking like the 12 12 miles a day or so and the first thing in the morning like i remember the one couple days I'm like i did 11 miles I'm like let's do it again yeah
0: get into it and you fucking do it it's it's, it's weird when you yeah, your body has its own mentality, and overriding that is kind of, I mean, that's the stoic goal, is yeah. overriding it. Well, it's like,
1: like I said when I was first, in 2005, I was biking, and everyone else was just blown by me. I'm like, I'm biking like I'm tired. I'm like, let's even go a little bit further. And eventually it's like, I got to go a little further. We can't do it anymore. got a little, go. okay. We can't do it. Let's do a little. Can't do anymore. Let's do a little. Fucking okay. We'll just keep going till you tell us to stop. hmm and then there's that point where either you sit down or we put you down. <laughs> I learned that in the month of October because of you and that damn Ryan Houston.
0: Well, that, that's a that's a fun point to reach, though. I mean, no, it's, it's not. It, it is because then you really know you've hit a you've hit a real limit, and you're like, okay, I understand now. Like. I can get to this point,
1: but when you're laying on the floor, do you want to get up? And your body's like, nope, we're just laying here for five <laughs> minutes at least. Come back in five I we'll, we'll negotiate.
0: <laughs> no, it's it, it's a it's a good thing to hit those limits because how other like how soft are people that nobody knows their limits for anything anymore? Like, like again, like how far can you run before you can't run? Do you know or do you think you know? Patrick Strong remembers, and said, do I.
1: What's that? Peppin's friends remembers and said why. Because <laughs> my parents made me do cross country, which I'm not a long distance runner. Hmm. And I used to try and try and try. And I'm just like, why am I not dead yet? Mm-hmm.
0: Because your ancestors remember. And that, not, that's not a black joke. That's like a, <laughs> a human being thing. Human beings are actually, we're persistent hunters. So it's like we, we run, ran our prey down because our prey would stop because they couldn't sweat. hmm and we we can sweat so we can run for fucking forever and they would stop to catch their breath and it's like uh they look over the hill and here comes terminator humans just mm-hmm. jogging like it's nothing
1: <laughs> i think the other thing with running is like i think look i know this is where everything i do when you when you're doing something you keep pushing yourself you go higher and higher and higher
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then when you stop you're not only on that level you're all the way down here now you gotta start all over again to, ramp back up
0: not true because there's muscle memory so you can start back up at a higher level than you started originally no, and, and your up. ramp up factor is a lot slow there's a lot faster than it was
1: well the problem with the whole ramping up is maybe like this and this is not good audio podcast but when you're when you're when you're <laughs> over the level of what you're supposed to be
0: hmm?
1: and you keep going it's you to keep pushing a little bit further but once you go past that limit you're not going to start at the same level because your body's like oh no 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 you're not going any further, because I've been t- like when I was doing the lifting, it's like okay, I'm gonna do the set, I do the second set. I'm like okay, take a break. You take the break, you come back, you go to the set. Everybody's like, nope, you're not gonna move an inch.
0: That's not that's not the same as what I th- I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about like if you, like right now you're lifting and you're building up to a, a point. And if you take like a couple months off and you come back to lifting, you're gonna have to start at lower than you left off. Yeah. But your time to get from where you left off to time from where you get from where you're gonna to start to where you left off is going to be less than when you originally started yeah
1: no I'm talking about it if, if you're doing like one of those crazy Ryan
0: exercises. oh yeah but that those stuff's all like working to failure that's not
1: but like you take your rest and usually after a rest you're okay but like when you push yourself further than you should have gone and you go to go again to do another after the rest your body's yeah. like
0: nope you got nothing now that's the point of it though the point of it is to deplete your system so your system has to build back stronger
1: yeah, but the rest it actually allow you to do another set if you're doing a normal set.
0: Your rest allows you to get a couple more out. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get the full set. If you can do the full set each time, you're not doing enough weight. Hmm. I assume the set was set that that's what you're you're shooting for. That that's I mean that's fine that's fine if you're trying to just maintain, but if you're trying to grow, then you want to always be kind of pushing that limit. So like your last couple reps of your last set should be a struggle. Otherwise, you're playing in your safe zone.
1: So what if it's a struggle? So I've to put this because like the reason I do the thirty seconds is to like put more pressure on myself than not. Mm -hmm. having the time to recover. Yeah. So like, for example, I was doing the been over rows today and the last set, I'm like, last set all I gotta do is five. And I got the three and I was like, and I'm like, come on, we just gotta do two more. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I did another set it'd be done.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. That's that's in your growth area. That's exactly what I mean. Like if you can if you if you can happily go into your last set and complete your last reps and walk away like nothing happened, you're probably not pushing no, yourself hard. That, enough. That's not what's happening. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's not happening. <laughs> the last
1: couple sets before even before I um, took the break, I was like, should I should I take less some weight off or i just mm-hmm. go for it? Well I was a little shaky and you're the only one here. Do you want to die this yeah. way? It's yeah. the calculus.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a tricky environment there, but it's, I, I wish that there were similar structures set up for studying things that there are for lifting weights in similar groups where it's like, you know, when you get to your last, like, your page of reading or whatever and it's like, oh, here's techniques to get to, the, push you further and, like, make sure you're capitalizing on this and that and, like, how, how best to take your notes and things like that, but... I guess that that's too varied for each individual brain. Well, that's the problem. Like, I, the
1: reason yoga and lifting is so hard for me, I like having, like, I look at stuff as a as, as a program code. <laughs> okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go over here, you're going to take this 250 pounds, you're going to lift it 10 times, you do that five times. The next time I do 60, 70, 80, like everything is laid out. Mm-hmm. So like, whenever you do the Ryan thing, it's like, Okay, he's got 200 pounds on there. Divide that by four. Maybe you can do it.
0: <laughs> well, the Ryan thing was crazy because it was just. Uh, yeah, but he's a he's a lot stronger a guy. When I see him doing the the example weight and he's doing 20 pounds, and I'm like, oh my god, it's 20 pounds! It's like I'm not finishing that <laughs> whole set.
1: But it's like I don't know, and like you can't just ask, hey, what should I do? It's like there's no simple way to figure it out without fucking around and find out.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, everyone's strong in their own way. So get in there and. Dig into it.
1: So I've been doing slowly and surely. Yeah. But now in two days will be go time.
0: <laughs> Back to the squats. I never loved that. I, I squatted today.
1: 150 pounds,
0: five reps of five. Yeah. I should probably. Today, not tomorrow's leg day for me. I'm
1: sticking with Monday, Wednesday, Friday, lifting, and then
0: Tuesday, Thursday, and cycling. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to work things around jujitsu because There's Monday, Monday morning, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and then there's Saturday and Sunday. There's morning classes for that, so I got to figure out lifting around that. Just uh, like Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'd like to get to jujitsu, so I got to do like either Monday afternoon lift. I I got to start doing afternoon lifting. I guess.
1: Nice thing about having your own gym, all the equipment's always available.
0: Yeah. that's the, that's the thing I've also got to learn. It's like I can come out of here like 9 o'clock at night if I really wanted to. And I just hate lifting after I've eaten. Then lift before you eat? Not at 9 o'clock at night.
1: Then lift at 8?
0: <laughs> I'm talking about I've eaten throughout the day, so it's like. Well, that's an excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's an excuse when you boil it down. Yeah. Just record yourself saying the excuses and call yourself a little bitch, make a playlist.
1: I just talked to you and then you made me feel like a, a little bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday I'm like do I get oatmeal or do, I get, do I get whey protein and you're like oatmeal oh, you like whey protein yeah
0: let's do the protein did you earn that oatmeal today <laughs> it's a basic meal it's, it's a- not a basic meal it's a carb meal did you earn that oatmeal did you did you ride the bike today have you been out of your house in three days have you seen the sun I always see the sun <laughs> besides through a window <laughs> damn it
1: <laughs> it's oats It's not like I'm getting a burger or fries or anything. I'm getting basic... I'm getting RoboCop food.
0: (laughs) Russian Joel's not eating his oats. He's drinking his whey protein. He's coming for you. Well, he can come. (laughs) It's going to be a fight. Because I'm stubborn. So is he... Might just be a battle for the, for the eternity. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on YouTube. <laughs> Russian Joel versus American Joel, whose father beat him up worse.
1: <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, my buddy said one day, Oh, you know, me and so and so, we got little toy trucks to play with, and life is great, and there's no, there's no truth. Your parents gave the whole cold whole truth as a child. Look <laughs> at you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we had toys, but I had to share them with brothers, and if you weren't strong enough to keep the toy, it was your brother's toy. <laughs> That's
1: the thing. Like, I love at all these people who have just gotten the easy ride because people want to make it easier for them. It actually made it worse.
0: And they're so sad. So sad about everything.
1: Like, people look at me like, you don't go anywhere? No. You don't go to the bar? I'm like, I can sit on my own and do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I don't have to have to fight about dinner. Where do you want to go? I want to go. I can't go here. I can't go there. I don't want to go. I'm like, like, we don't finish our oh, steak. Why have a motherfucking steak? <laughs> like, you know, people don't understand that being dependent on other people is a is a hindrance.
0: It is. I mean, there's from a larger society standpoint, there's a benefit, but f- well, society, from the individual standpoint, it's not. But accurate. there's,
1: a, but the society, society is not with you 24 seven. No, you're with yourself 24 seven. And the only thing I said to my one friend was about how, like, you need to get comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what it was. I was asking my buddy if he meditated. And he said, I pray. I'm like, well, praying, you're talking to God. But meditation, you're talking to yourself.
0: Uh, you know, kind of the same in a certain aspect because... Aren't we again thinking we're God? No, but the... It's the Jordan Peterson thing where if you're having a problem and you sit on the edge of your bed and you you pray to God and you are honest with yourself and you're honestly open for solutions An answer will present itself that answer is coming from your subconscious it's it's the same sort of thing where I mean meditation is meditation I guess it's just getting comfortable with the stillness of things whereas well it the prayer way, seems like it's a more active ask
1: because I looked because I looked at this up before and the way the way I interpret it is praying is saying hey I got this problem and I need to solve this da 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 Meditation is more of like seeing what's going on in your head and understanding.
0: like I try- <laughs> Understanding like, hey, I'm pretty stressed. And you sit down and meditate and you realize all your thoughts are just a bunch of monkeys throwing fucking knives at each other yeah. across the, water- the room. And you're like, well, holy hell, no wonder I can't focus on anything. I was
1: trying to explain to him with my buddy Mindfulness. How like, if you think of it, you're in a free fall. Mm-hmm. Every thought is a paper bag. And your goal is to absorb the paper bag going through. Your goal is not to grab the paper bag and then get wrapped up in it and fall even faster.
0: Yeah. I, I always like the analogy of uh, you're, you are sitting beside a, a road and there's traffic going by in front of you. The traffic is your thoughts. You're the person sitting on the side of the road. Your, jo- your job isn't to get fo- wrapped in following one car. It's just to, like, sit there and observe the traffic for a second. It's so, like, oh, okay, these are the thoughts that are going past me. Mm-hmm. Alan Watts takes it a step further and he says, like, initially you, you realize that you are not your thoughts, you are the observer, but then you realize that you're also the observer behind the observer. And when you start thinking about it, it starts to tickle something in your head. And you're like, I don't kind of like this feeling. Like, this is getting what you, weird. What do you mean the observer, the observer? Because the the, the the observer still has to formulate thoughts to think. There's something behind them. There's some other level of the consciousness there. Hmm. I always
1: get hung up in, like... When I was a younger, thinking about programming, about functions and recursion, how how far deep does this thing go? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this function gets this function gets this function. Like, like you're eight levels deep. Like, oh, we're still calling functions, yeah.
0: and you got to climb all the way back out. <laughs> What's the? There's a meme I've seen a couple times where somebody posted. It, it was like the uh, from it was a screenshot from their their code and their their job, and it was like it was like in in the code was a comment that out like. ASCII broccoli or something in there and he said and and there were notes underneath it that said we don't know what this ASCII broccoli does but when we remove it the code stops working (laughs) (laughs) so we just leave it (laughs) (laughs) and it's like yeah they can get so far down into the fucking source code that something breaks but I also think the, the thought of meditation and really getting to the root of consciousness I think is uh I think it's a particularly human endeavor, because I don't think there's any other species on the planet that's attempting it. Dolphins? I don't think so. Like, people, I think people give dolphins more credit than they do. They're smart for sure, but they're also not, uh, they're not showing up on land in fucking suits they made underwater to be like, hey buddy. Whereas we're underwater being like, hey buddy. <laughs> like I said, like humans are that fucking species where every other species on the planet, like a human's gonna invade their habitat one day. <laughs> there's certain probably fucking weird fungi in space that saw a human floating by and like what the fuck monkeys are at it again
1: yeah i think we were able to know today
0: yeah we did i think we're over an hour we're an hour and a half Woo! yep end Monk of the and year surprise Monk and us are phoning are not phoning it in for the end of the year episode nope. warm weather It's amazing what warm weather does. Yeah, not freezing in the garage. Although you're wearing a coat, but I'm out here in t T-shirt and jeans. That's my favorite weather.
1: Well, if I was actually actually doing stuff, I probably would be. But standing stationary.
0: Oh, I generate a lot of heat. I generate a lot of heat when
1: I'm in motion. When I'm I'm stationary, I don't generate a lot of Mm. heat. So, well, Dave... Hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Everybody else, <laughs> a- a- anybody else? Is there
0: anybody else? Use the phone number in the podcast to get a hold of us. Yeah, he we'll we'll, uh, we'll post. Uh, well, Joel will post some challenge stuff up on the website. We'll, uh anybody else wants to join? You can. Uh, maybe we'll make it a public spreadsheet. People can jump in. I guess we can. If there's anybody willing to take a challenge for squats,
1: Ooh. I'm gonna hit both those goals.
0: <laughs> doing it I am too fuck it I'm going for it yeah it's been a while since I actually challenged myself with squats and actually pushed beyond like because I've, I've blown out my lower back a couple times and it's been uncomfortable but I think if I if I maintain a stretching routine like I should be doing as part of my other goals like I said stacking goals then
1: I'm going to learn about courses this, year, this month <laughs> I'm blow my back out
0: <laughs> I'm going to duct tape that shit back together and we're going to keep going
1: no, bro. You can't live without, you can't live without muscles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can put a spine. Yeah. <laughs> the, sup, see, the, they lie to you. The spine only supports 50% of your body. <laughs> the other 50% is supported by muscles. You just got to have a strong core. Yep. One thing I learned from David Coggins, your body will find a way. And your body will find a way and it will also find an excuse. Yep but that's episode 26 that is a wrap for us for 2022 we're yeah. into 2023 with some uh some goals some ambitions some hopes and dreams uh-huh. um uh, yeah not not a lot of pessimism on my end i i i don't know the, the longer i stay away from social media the less pessimistic i feel and that's probably a benefit for everyone just... you don't know me son <laughs> yeah i'm coming for you yeah, just stay off that fucking thing
1: there's a i forget what i don't even know where it comes from
0: but my buddy Sky, there's a quote:
1: "I'm coming for your pork chop."
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I think about that a lot of time when I, because a lot of stuff. I'm well, we're we're back into the podcast, but a lot of times the things I, I think about, they uh, the the solution is gratitude for where you are. Mm-hmm. It's like if you start feeling bad for yourself and your life situation, just recognize gratitude for where you are because ten years ago you would have. Prayed for where you are now mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I like
1: my buddy in Brazil. Like he, he keeps me grounded in reality because like he wanted to buy me he wanted to buy me a beer. It's like he he sent me like ten bucks U.S. That's like fifty bucks Brazilian. Yeah, and like he tells me all the stuff about the stuff going on down. You there. You send
0: him back a twenty just to flex on him.
1: i am giving him a little bit of time more than anything.
0: <laughs> but balling up here in the US of me. oh don't
1: worry he's not gonna he's gonna surprised. gonna <laughs> surprise some good dive of chocolates <laughs> <laughs> but um his <Half> feet <laughs> it's it's hilarious because it's like you know I'm bitching and moaning He's like dude we don't have cars down here you can buy the car you can't afford the gas it's like I'm sitting up here buying gas I'm bitching for th- for um, for three three 385 at um,
0: at um Sunoco mm-hmm they
1: probably can't even like buy a gallon of gas for
0: like, whatever. Yeah, and I I think that I mean there's there's definitely a balance there where you got to be grateful for what you have, but you also got to realize that shit's being manipulated, manipulated and taken from you. I mean we, that's a whole different podcast when we yeah. to start going into that sort of stuff. But again, end of the year we're gonna go into it with uh, gratitude for what we have. Uh, hopefulness for the year coming up and uh and a
1: david goggins attitude no a david, goggins attitude not a david goggins yeah a goggins
0: attitude. At, a goggins attitude and a jocko mindset think strategic act tactfully, tactfully. roger that roger that whatever the hell that means later that's it for us we'll uh, we'll catch you in the new year yep that wraps up another episode of the mention the machine if you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412 294
1: Today is the second to last day of New Year's. Not your beer. We need you to talk, Eugene.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Last Friday of the year. Cheers. Cheers.